You are listening to the Phoebe's podcast and my name is Sylvia Maral. To know more about Phoebe's, visit our web at www.phoebe's.org and follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter. Please subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned. In today's episode, I'm very happy to say we are joined by Nuno Martins, Director of Marketing Communication and Business Development at DHL. Nuno, welcome and thank you for joining the Phoebe's podcast. Thank you so much for having me here. Joining today's talk with Nuno, we have Kike Fernandez, member of Phoebe's Executive Board. Kike, a pleasure to have you joining in too. Thank you so much. My pleasure too. The red letter acronym DHL on a yellow background is a worldwide recognized brand image. Nevertheless, in a few words, how would you introduce your company? Yes, it's for sure. It's a very famous logo and recognized company. But many people don't know that DHL at the moment, or since uh, 2001, is now a German company, 100% part of the group uh, Deutsche Post. It's the main logistics group in the world. Uh, and uh, this group has different divisions offering a kind of uh, different logistics services from warehousing, international freight, uh, worldwide courier services, and also domestic services. Uh, basically, it offers any kind of logistic and transportation needs or covers any kind of needs for, uh, for a customer. Uh, for a company in any part of the world. So I am, I belong to the express division, uh, that is the International Courier uh, Service Division, and we offer a worldwide urgent delivery service, uh, mainly using aircrafts, our own fleet of more than 260 uh, planes that allow us to deliver urgently from one point of the world to another in 24, 48 hours. In Spain, we are at around uh, 2,100 employees and uh, with 40 service centers and 13 dedicated aircrafts that support our service. So uh, a big company with a, a local structure in every country. How have you seen your activity affected by the COVID-19 and the ubiquitous uh, supply chain disruption? Well, uh, in general, our service was always full fully operative uh, in every part of the world and also in Spain uh, during the, the pandemic. And uh, also because we are a crucial and uh, critical activity for the economy and for the society. Well, the transportation is part of the of this machine that moves the world and in, in need to move goods from one side to the other. Specifically during the lockdown, during the first uh, months of the hard lockdown last year, our service was always operative and, and, and not only uh, doing normal uh, operations, but also giving some support to, to the pandemic. For example, uh, our planes, our aircrafts were used because these are uh, cargo aircrafts because all the, the passengers' air, uh, aircrafts were, were on the ground. So the only airplanes flying were, was cargo airplanes. 
So we were transporting uh, protection, uh, personal protection for COVID from China to, to all parts of the world, including to, to Spain. Then we were also transported vaccines. And of course, during the COVID, uh, the e-commerce activity uh, from private persons buying online has increased a lot. So here, again, our service was very important to support uh, these deliveries, to ensure that everything people needed to buy from the internet was delivered at their homes. And this increased exponentially. So 2021 and 2020 were two years with a high uh, increase of uh, e-commerce e -commerce growth. So, uh, and the supply chain disruption uh, didn't affect us so much uh, because it's more on the, the sea transportation, the container ships uh, that are moved by, by sea, by boat, by, by big ships. Uh, we didn't see any big impact here because our airplanes are continue flying, continue moving from one side to the other. Uh, what we exactly saw is some uh, companies, some companies that are importing or exporting and are affected by the, the increase price increase of the container ships so and by also by the, the the problems of space in the in the container ships so they decided to use other services like uh, air services but in general this is the only impact we have we are not really affected fortunately by this this problem and uh, in any case i think this is now getting to a, a normalization uh, little by little so the prices are now being reduced and after the Christmas and after all this peak season that we just had uh, last month in December, but this is getting back to normal. Uh, so in such a large company like DHL, we would imagine that an integral ERP system, especially connecting with your customers' systems, is of vital importance, right? Yes, yes, for sure. Uh, our customers that are shipping are sending goods uh, from one from Spain, for example. Now that we are here in Madrid, from Madrid to to New York or uh, to Buenos Aires or to Lisbon and whatever, they are uh, they need to be connected to the HL in a robust way and in a real time way. So they the the companies, for example, in the e-commerce world, they they receive. Uh, they receive a request from a customer that just uh, bought something on, on their web page and immediately this information is sent to DHL. So uh, it's, they need to, to send us the information to be fully integrated so that uh, the information is accurate, is in real time, and then we can prepare the pickup, we can prepare all the customs paperwork. So we, in, in generally, at the moment, more than 95% of our customers are integrated with DHL, their systems, with our system in some way, uh, more in a web services way or more in a standard uh, tools. But this is crucial for, for us. So accurate information in real time, we can only get this with, with this kind of, of ERP integrations between both, both parts. Yeah, uh, this is uh, pretty powerful. Uh, I guess then, Nuno, that you really need to know what is the exact uh, situation of your customers at all times. 
Yes, real time. This is a courier urgent, <laughs> urgent uh, delivery service. So the, the customers they pay extra for a premium service because we deliver, for example, 24 hours from Spain to Germany. So uh, we they use the plane or the DHL Express service because they need they really need urgent delivery. And uh, normally when they need when you need something very urgent, <laughs> you are always looking. If it's really delivered, for example, if uh, if there is any issue, if it's everything is going correctly. So one example is the track and trace. The, our customers they recap, request from us uh, real time traceability. So they want to know if the shipment uh, has left Madrid, if it's in the airplane in the way to Germany, if it's already with the courier to be delivered. So we can offer this information real time to our customers. Also. Uh, we need to have accurate information, as I was mentioning before. For example, the, we need for us it's very important to have the mobile phone of the delivery person, so we can interact with them. So we can send them an SMS saying, "Okay, do you your shipment is about to be delivered uh, tomorrow at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock in the morning?" So, and then they can this customer can interact with us and re request a different delivery time or a different delivery date. Or requests to be for a pickup in a in a shop. Well, so we have at, at the moment uh, in these days we already have big interaction in both ways uh, with the customers. They request from us information, real time information from their ship from their shipments because they want to know what is going on. <laughs> and uh, we also request information from them. We want them to to give them. Are you at home tomorrow? Is are you at home at 10 o'clock when I'm going to be to deliver at, at your place? Because otherwise, it's going, we were going to have a, a service problem. So tell me, are you going to be at home at 10? No. Okay. Uh, at 12? Okay. Yes. So okay. So we deliver at at, uh, at 12 instead of 10. This is just an example to, to uh, for you to see the importance of the, the real time information and how we interact now so far with the customer. Black Friday, Christmas season. What do these words mean for DHL? <laughs> well, they mean big, big season. They mean <laughs> they mean a lot of packages, much more uh, shipments to move around our network. Uh, and uh, since the big e-commerce uh, boom from well, it's that we've seen for for the last ten years, uh, the peaks are part of our planifications and our plan. So we have. Uh, we know that we are going to have one peak, at least one peak season in uh, in Black Friday, also in sales. Uh, but 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 also uh, this means that we need to have uh, a good preparation for this. Uh, we need we are going to have probably uh, double our shipments in our network, double the packages that we have in a normal uh, week or normal month. So it means that we have. To hire more people, to put more vans, and well, all our, all our infrastructure needs to be adapted, and it's not that easy in such a big company to do this all over the world. But we, well, our experience and our knowledge allows us to to do this and to make sure we we offer the same service now, because we do have a, a lot more packages and the Black Friday. It's it's a huge uh, phenomenon. It's, Really increases a lot the the group the, the shopping and a lot more shipments moving around around the world. So and this this last 
Black Friday in the last November from 2021 uh, was also another record and we we don't know when it's going to stop <laughs> but every Black Friday is is more than last year so which is which which is good for for our activity but of course we need to have a proper plan in that. Yeah, I guess that with so many vehicles going around and being a, a responsible company, and, and especially now that we are more aware of the of the fact that there is no planet B, I think that you must be really keen in how in minimizing your carbon carbon footprint, right? Yes, top priority. <laughs> and uh, this is a very sensitive subject, and this for uh, for our company as a logistic company with so many vehicles, as you say, KK, with uh, so many aircrafts. So yeah, for us it's important. And with this e-commerce growth, of course we need to have more vans, and of course we need to have more planes, and of course we are getting more CO2 to to the atmosphere. So we need we need to make sure. As, as a big company that we are, that our emissions are going to be reduced or even neutralized. In fact, our objective or our mission is to have uh, zero, zero emissions by 2050. So in taking, taking in account so many vehicles and aircrafts that we have, this is quite an aggressive and difficult objective, but we have a, a, short, a shorter term objective by 2030, to reduce or to have 60% of our vehicles uh, electrified. It means for us that we are going to have uh, around 80,000 electric vehicles all over the world. So it's quite a lot. In, in the next eight years, our objective is to have this. In Spain, actually in Spain, we, this year, we are already starting to have a big uh, number of vehicles uh, electric. So this is going to be part, big part of our strategy to to achieve these zero emissions, but also something that is more uh, curious and more, more difficult, if, if, if you want, is uh, many people ask, so how, how can you reduce the emissions of an airplane? Well, in fact, it's, it's difficult to, to eliminate 100%, uh, but DHL has already announced a, a collaboration with a company called Alice that we are going to have 12 elite, all completely electric uh, uh, aircrafts for 2024. So these are, of course, just a small part of our, our total fleet of aircrafts, but it's already a big step. And it's also a message that we are delivering to all the industry and to all the society that, I mean, if you want, you can even have electric aircrafts uh, flying. And these are smaller aircrafts than what we have. They have smaller, less, less space, but of course, uh, it's a big, a big step. Uh, as, as a big message, I would say. So, yes. Yeah, so we have a lot of we are we have a lot of uh, these are the main actions. Uh, I would say we have many other smaller actions to uh, with with buildings and the, with the employees. All employees are engaged also with the environment action. So, yeah, we we are doing a lot of things to to reduce and to eliminate our emissions for 2050. Well, that's very positive indeed. Well, and it all fits into the environmental, social and governance matters, which, among other criteria, contribute to assess company performance and reputation. So how do you think companies like DHL can document, prove uh, in some way that 
you have a good ESG performance? Well, it's uh, an interesting question, and uh, in a company, in such a big company like DHL or, or other multinational companies, I think the best way is that it has to be a top-down approach and it has to come from the board. Uh, this is the main first step, I think. Uh, everyone on the top-level management has to feel this as a priority and needs to define the plans. And for each of the actions, has we need to have a specific objectives and measures. So we, like in the Agile, we do have for each of the ESG pillars, we do have a plan and include included some actions for each of them. And every year where we are measuring what has been implemented, what has been done, and what are the results. And this is also important to communicate internally and externally. So as I was saying, the, all the examples of the the environmental protection actions that I, I mentioned some some detailed examples of vehicles and so on. So this people need to know what what has been done and you need to have a clear a clear measurement and a clear KPIs for this. And also internally it's very important that all the employees feel that they are part of this the sustainability or governance. Uh, and so I think for me it's the most the most important I mean to, to, to come from the top and and to have a proper uh, plan and measures for, for each of the of the actions. No, no, it's all about um, engagement, commitment, so um, challenging times ahead. And I wish you best of luck uh, in all the projects, uh, ambitions you have. So thank you very much for having joined us. And thank you, Kike, as well for, for joining. Wishing you a great time ahead. We are at the beginning of 2022, so I can only hope it's a very healthy and successful year for everyone, for you too, and uh, until next time. Thank you, Sylvia and and, uh, and Fabi for the invitation. It was a pleasure to, to join. Thank you. We would love to hear your feedback and thoughts for future episodes. You have been listening to the Phoebe's podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe. Thank you for listening. 